Hello, friends. Yeah. Jazz hands. Jazz club. I'm going to not do that. Oh, how's it going, guys? Welcome back to the episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Beta Brand and Manscaped. You're going to want to get involved. All right. I'm just going to drop that little hint now. You'll figure out the clues later on how to get some discount codes to some cool shit. How you guys doing? All right, it's October now. It's uh, spooky Halloween month. I think I just stole that from my favorite murder because they weren't calling it happy Halloween month. They were calling it spooky Halloween month. It's so weird how you just sort of pick up other people's things and then transfer them as your own. But I cited that. Um, are you guys a big? Are you guys big Halloween people? I'm really, I don't think I really am. I mean, like, I'm really into, like, true crime, serial killer, ghost shit. But, like, the dressing up and I just, I think I'm too old. Like, I probably should have had a kid by now and just been letting them enjoy the holiday. As opposed to, like, I'm, I feel too old. Am I bumming you out if you like Halloween? I'll try not to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll get into it. Yeah, Halloween month. Cool. All right. Carve some pumpkins, live your life. Uh, I saw Hustlers a few days ago. Now, this might be unpopular opinion. Didn't like it. Really felt like I I just, I didn't, like, maybe because it was hyped up so much. First of all, I thought Jayla was awesome. She was hot. So was Constance Wu. So were all the girls. Like, they were all great actresses in it that wasn't the problem but I couldn't really figure out like what the point was like I was like okay they're banding together great um they're am I giving too much away let me just say that in my opinion there weren't a lot of redeemable qualities about the characters I was like all right cool like you're doing this for your kid what are you doing this for I don't understand so you can buy a Gucci purse I hope I don't get hate mail for that because I know that people freaking loved it. I think, listen, maybe it wasn't for me. I've just felt like people are raving about it. And so I was thinking like, all right, we're on Oscar worthy, you know, fast track here. And then I saw it and I was like, this is really just one step above Heartbreakers. Great movie, by the way. Maybe that's what it is. Like, this was a good movie. I think I was just like expecting something like incredible as opposed to just like, oh, what a cute little movie that I watch sometimes, you know? Um, do you guys remember Heartbreakers? It was like Sigourney Weaver and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Ugh, so good. I remember when I was younger, when I watched that before I realized that like, you know, I was like really young when I watched it, before I realized that like scamming people was like an awful thing to do or just like even like having the um, aspirations to be like a gold digger or something were just like gross qualities in a person. Um, but when I was younger, I was like, yeah, I could do this. Like, well, first of all, I got to lose that 60 pounds I've been holding on to for a while. But uh, <laughs> uh, I just remember thinking like, yeah, like this is, yeah, pretty girls do this stuff. Now, I wouldn't ever be caught dead doing anything like that. But just shows what the what the media does to you. This is my, this is my political media rant. Um, but a very uh, dark moment happened for me at that movie. So... I went to the movies. I went to this. I've never, well, I went once for like a screening, but I've never like purchased a ticket and gone um, to the IPIC movie theater. It's uh, in Westwood off of Wilshire. Such a nice movie theater. First of all, they have like table service. Like they'll bring you your food and popcorn and wine and whatever you want. The the seats recline all the way back. You get pillows and blankets, which fingers crossed they actually wash them. 
because I could have head lice right now. Um, but just the theater, wonderful experience. And there's like several levels to it. Um, like there, well, I guess a lot of theaters are like that where there's like a downstairs level, like a mid-level, whatever. So I go with my friend Zach Wickham and my boyfriend and, uh, we, you know, we're all kind of all three of us are in a relationship now because, you know, can't leave Zach out. Uh, he was, he was, he was the first one here. And so we go, and actually Zach and I sat in the closer together seats, and then my boyfriend sat like a little further away because they were like coupled up into twos. It's a weird relationship. Uh, it's a thruple. Anywho, um, so we sit down, and in the ticket, which I, we purchased was like $32 a piece because we're getting all these like extra perks, so really expensive. And But uh, included in that ticket was unlimited popcorn. Mama loves popcorn. One of my favorite foods. I will eat it for a full meal. I'll eat it in bed before I go to bed. Yes, the fat assness continues. I know last week I talked about how I decided to make shrimp scampi, garlic shrimp scampi for lunch before I went to an audition where I had to close talk to someone. So there's a lot of food mishaps in my life because it's really just one of the main things I care about the most. So anyways, I'm super excited. Like with my $32 ticket, I get unlimited popcorn. I plan to just chow down on the popcorn and really live my best life. So previews happen and it's like right before the movie's about to start the waitress comes over she hands me my free popcorn I take one bite there's not enough butter on it in fact I don't even think they put extra butter on it I think it was just the like casual powdered butter that happens when they're popping it and then they just put it in the bag there was no drizzled butter nothing granted at a lot of movie theaters you do that yourself so I'm thinking okay movie's about to start do I Look my new boyfriend in the eye. Zach doesn't care. He's not judging me. Well, either is the boyfriend. And actually, Zach would probably judge me more. But, like, do I look my new boyfriend in the eye and be like, hey, um, I'm going to miss the first couple minutes of this movie. Can you just, like, let me know what happens? Because i gotta, got to run upstairs and put a bunch of butter on my popcorn. Because I can't just eat the popcorn. Like, disgusting, Rachel. So I don't say anything, you know. I just, I'm like, you know, I'm just going to get up and go. They don't. No questions asked. Maybe I wanted to bring my popcorn to the bathroom with me. Maybe I went to the bathroom and I decided to bring the popcorn. I don't know. So I get up with my popcorn. I'm like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do it fast. I run a lot. You know, I can run up those stairs. So I walk out of the little theater and I go up. There's like, a, there's like I feel like there's like a bar on each level too. So I go up to, and there was no like, f- this wasn't the, the floor we were on was not like the restaurant area. There was just a bar. So I walk out and I ask the bartender. I'm like, <laughs> I know this is a fat ass move, but... Do you, um, do you know where the, like, extra butter is? And she looked at me like I just asked her for meth. Granted, I was, like, fiending and, like, you know, looking for a fix. Like, someone that might be looking for meth. There was, like, a nervous energy about me, I'm sure. But she just kind of looked at me with, like, sadness and disgust. And I was like, okay, I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll check out the next one. And so I run upstairs to, like, the bigger bar area slash food area. And I'm like, yes, I spot it. There's that little metal thing that butter comes out of and brings joy into your life so I run up to it and I press the button nothing's coming out I'm like oh maybe I'll hold it longer keep pressing it nothing's coming out do it again and I'm like holy shit they're out of butter the last thing I'm gonna do is miss 15 minutes of this movie while I ask them to go reload the fake butter into that thing and that was the moment where I was like oh Rachel this is dark this is this is a dark moment for you. And uh, I decided to swallow my pride. Uh, walked back down with my bare 
bones dry popcorn with my tail between my legs back to my seat sat back down and uh uh zach looked at me he's like where'd you go and i was like i just uh uh napkins napkins that's what i went to do finally had to admit it and i missed like the first couple minutes of the movie i'm in a shame spiral and um Next time I go to that movie theater, I'm going to need to wear a disguise because I feel I feel like it, I had a real desperate energy about that butter. Real, real desperate. And that's where I'm at with my life. That's, you know, that's where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, oh, tour dates. Uh, they haven't changed. Well, I do have a show tonight at the Hollywood Improv that Judd Apatow and Ron White are on. That's pretty cool. I hope they like me. See, I get I don't get nervous for like the crowds, like, but when I'm on a show with like bigger comics, I'm like, God, I just hope they think I'm cool. And then I try to say the right thing and it never works out. Like I've tried to have conversations with Judd before and it's just mostly horribly awkward. It, incredibly awkward. Like he was t- uh, last. Oh, I, I didn't want to say it. I'm embarrassed for myself. I can't handle it. So anyways, uh, that's tonight. I would improv, but this will come out tomorrow. So that doesn't affect you. That's just me bragging. Um, uh, then I have, uh, I'm trying to book something in Indianapolis, um, around October 15th, 16th or 17th. I'm going there for the Heartland Film Festival, but, and I, I'd like to book a show, but now it's like only a couple weeks away. So we'll see. Stay tuned for that. But November 7th, I will be in Philadelphia. So excited at the Punchline Philly. Uh, November 8th, I will be in Wilmington, Delaware at the Queen or the Crown. I feel like they call it both names. I keep saying that. That is two shows on November 8th, an early show and a late show. Can't wait to see you guys at those. You can get tickets at rachelobriancomedy.com or at those um, websites for those comedy clubs. And then uh, on February 19th, we got our Detroit date. Kristen Doty and I, I'll be doing stand-up and then we'll do a live podcast at Comedy Castle. You can get tickets same place, rachelobriancomedy.com. Uh, that is in Detroit, Michigan. And then March 28th, I know these are really far out, but they're just the ones that I have so far. I will be at the Governor's Club in Long Island, March 28th. Get your tickets. Can't wait to see you guys. Like, we do the, the VIP meet and greet afterwards, so we hang out, take photos, chat. Like, I, that's my favorite part. I love meeting you guys. So, yeah. And uh, as always, thank you so, 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 so much for uh, listening and just being... You guys are just awesome. I really... I feel like I never get a message um, on, like, a DM on Instagram um, that... I don't just, I'm like, like that's someone that listened to the podcast and they either resonated with the story or they just want to chat where I'm not like, I liked, I'd be friends with this person. Like you guys are just awesome. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for rating the podcast uh, five stars and leaving good reviews. It, I, I get so nervous when I check my reviews. I'm like, please don't let there be one that hurts my feelings. And for the most part, you guys are so supportive and uh, I want to be supportive of you. So DM me anytime. I pretty much, I do my best to respond to everyone. Um, maybe that's because I don't have that many fans. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's a joke. Anyways, uh, okay, my guest today, she's freaking hilarious. I did her podcast. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's a super popular beauty and comedy podcast called Natch Butte. She is just has, she's born for radio and podcasting. She just has such a personality, such a great voice. Uh, she's a comedian, actress, writer, and like I said, host of the podcast, Natch Butte. Natch Butte has been the number one beauty podcast on iTunes, um, and she's talked to celebrity guests like Jonathan Van Ness and Lauren Lapkus. Um, she's also an actress that has appeared 
in Inherit Vice, Comedy Bang Bang, You're the Worst, and most recently, Drunk History. Uh, she's just she's just an all-around awesome girl, and she's going to talk about like her beauty tips, um, dating after divorce, her career. Uh, she tells a hilarious story uh, about the first... Uh, uh, like boob selfie she sent that was just the worst timing it cracks me up every time so anyways she's amazing she's hilarious without further ado give it up for jackie johnson jackie thank you so much for doing this you know what you came on mine i come on yours that's the pod game that really is it's It's like a very it's kind of like a very incestual community of people yes (laughs) like not that people are actually hooking up but more just like we just fucked yeah Totally. I yeah. mean, and that was my first time. Truly. With a lady. Same. And I was, and, and I didn't just expect inspired. it. inspired. Yeah. I didn't, insp- yeah, I just saw your beautiful pink bathroom and I was like, you know what? Let's go there. Let's just do this. Why not? You know, I let you into my garage. It's so a Friday afternoon in there. West Hollywood. You know, let's, let's try things. Let's do it. Let's Why do it. Not? I don't see, listen, we're, but we're about the same age. It's the time where you're supposed to experience Have you things. never fucked a woman? No, I've I haven't not. either. Yeah. Oh, I'm boring. Yeah. I've never even made out with a girl. Oh, I used to do that. But it was for attention from guys. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. I would literally be like making out with my sorority sister and like looking over at like the seven Who's drunk frat guys and be like, me. yes, that's right. <laughs> like it's so <laughs> pathetic, whatever. I think I was just too busy getting drunk. I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Same. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start with some quick fire questions. Okay. All right. Since you're vegan, Impossible Burger or Beyond Burger? beyond is more accessible um to i'm gonna you know I'm, you said quick fire i'm just gonna say beyond okay let's be controversial all right do you yeah. want some impossible burger to go because i have to, i went to an event and I got yeah. some, and i like i'm not vegan i like it but i have like three packs of it yeah of course okay i'll give you some uh most used emoji oh the kissy okay no but i'm the- sorry cry the cry laughing by far the cry laughing now i'm just cry laughing realizing that i just offered you raw meat to go <laughs> to party again as if that's a pleasant thing you know what i thought nothing of it i thought it was nice give me raw meat baby some people give people a candle that's afterwards true. or like some merch no but that's just gonna fall yeah. to the wayside do i need another lighter no you know what i mean you want, you do i need another meat. dad hat yeah no no by the way can we call them mom hats what are you talking about? Like the trucker hat? What's a dad hat? It's what they're calling basically a snapback hat, like a fucking cap that everybody the, wears. What they used to call trucker hats? Well, trucker hats have a higher oh, hat, okay. like the Ashton Kutcher, you know, Von Dutch moment. Okay. These are just the hat, like all the merch, everybody's merch. They're calling them dad hats. And I'm like, what's they're wrong just, with a mom hat? Yeah, they're also just hats. Right. They're just hats, but yeah. it's a trendy thing. When I put out my hats, yeah, I'm going to call them mom hats. Do you know what, though? I'm glad that they're not calling people. No, because mom bods are pretty hot. I was thinking like. Oh, the mom dad- bods are hot. Yeah, I was going to say there was the dad bod trend. But I'm like, I'm glad they don't call mom bods. Same. But no. Every, Moms every, are hot. Every girl I know that had a kid bounced back. Oh, and is like looks better than she even did before. Yeah, because women take care of their shit. Yeah. We we take care of the kids. We we work out. We do our hair. We do the nails. We keep it all together. And this we take care of, of the work. family. Totally. Yeah. I was shaving my legs this morning. and I was like. This is so tedious. Yeah. Guys don't and have this to do is anything step one. like that. Nothing. They have to wash their balls. Most guys I know don't even really work out either. Oh, yeah. Like, I run all the time. I went to Pilates I'm today. telling you. Yeah. Just a lot a of work. A lot of work. A lot of money we spend on oh, makeup. so much. Yeah. And they don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. And they get paid more. This is just a rant. God. Yeah. All right. Give me that raw meat. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I've had enough. I've already had Give enough. Give me a dad had some raw meat. I'm going to hit the road. <laughs> Can that be the name of the app? Yeah. Give me some raw meat and a dad hat. 
<laughs> Way to hook up and run. Jesus. <laughs> That's my style. <laughs> All right. Um, most interesting place you've traveled to? I guess Tokyo. Oh, that is interesting. You I've always know. wanted to go there. Remember when everybody went to Japan a couple years ago? That I was not. I didn't. Oh, well, yeah. see you there. What if your uh, most interesting place was like, I don't know, I went camping and uh, somewhere once. Well, you know what? Good for that. You yeah. know, we all have our own boundaries yeah. in terms yeah. of travel. True, true, true. Mm -hmm. All right. Favorite podcast to listen to besides your own? And you don't have to say mine. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, if, I, if yours is out, I would say Los Culturistas. Los Culturistas. Ooh, I don't listen to that. I was what listening is it? to it on the way here. What is it? Two New York-based comedians uh, talk about pop culture and how it affected them in their guest lives, and they're fucking so funny and so smart and really quick, and they're young and fresh and great. And All right, gotta listen to it. them. Yeah, Bowen right. Yang is not, just got cast on SNL. Okay. Oh, okay. He's one of the co-hosts. Awesome. Matt Rogers, yes, honey, they're great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you listen to any true crime? No. I'm obsessed. I know. We talked about this on when oh, we, we came did? on Nash oh, Butte. Okay. I was like, I was just listening to a fantastic murder story. I don't need to know any more about that. You know what I mean? Like in this yeah. new Jackie, my new life, like boundaries and safety. It's like, that's the last thing I need. Okay. Yeah. Did, did you get yourself a taser though after we talked about it? I still have my pink mace. Okay. And uh, I do have a taser, but it, it just, I don't ever charge it. I need to like be up on it more. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yes. Um, what's your fav favorite vegan restaurant in LA? Nick's honey. Nick's. It's new. Swear. It's only been open like three months. On Beverly. Nick's on Beverly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. Oh it's my delicious. God. Oh, my God. It's better my new favorite restaurant. Better than Crossroads? Yes. It's just as expensive as Crossroads, but you get more food. Mm-hmm. And the vibe is so pretty. They have like this gorgeous outdoor area. Go. The menu is super fun. They have really cute, fun cocktails. I'm like, literally, it's my new favorite restaurant. Okay. I ate there twice uh, back to back. Like okay. the first night and then the next night. You were like, for lunch and dinner. Actually, I was like, they asked honey. me to leave. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, um, hi, you got to get out of here. Yeah. You're scaring people. Can you please take that dad hat off and exit? <laughs> Stop stealing our raw meat. Yes. Um, what was your journey with becoming a vegan? Why did you decide to? Uh, I always had a little bit of an internal struggle with it, eating me mm -hmm. always from like literally a child uh i think the least of the vegetarian episode of the simpsons mm -hmm. kind of cut me deep my sister decided to become a vegetarian when she was a child and then i mercilessly made fun of her and bullied her and like really was a dick about it and i think that was because i still yeah kind of struggled with it i hope she bullies you now well now i'm even more hardcore than her and, mm -hmm. and it's she's like you know used to whatever but um I was 25 and on a set and a girl was reading Skinny Bitch, which I don't really like the title mm -hmm. looking back, but I didn't know what it was. I, the book was caught my eye. I was talking to her about it. She goes, oh, why don't you take it? I have another copy. Didn't even know it was a vegan book. It's like mm -hmm. a secret vegan book. And I read it and I was like, you know what? I was really having a hard time with food. I was eating garbage all the time. I was living out of, you know, bags of food. And, and I was like, you know what? If I do this, I've always wanted to do this. I will finally have to really make decisions regarding my food. I'm going to have to really be thoughtful mm -hmm. and plan and like really try. And so I said, fuck it. And I had a chicken salad on New Year's Eve to, uh, 2009. Mm -hmm. And that was the last me date. So oh, wow. it'll be 10 years on New Year's. Wow. Do you find it difficult? Nope. Not anymore. Really? Yeah. Not at all. Well, we live in the Mecca. Yeah. And when yeah. I go to Dallas, is it easy? No. Vegetarian is way easy. I could be, that's easy, but vegan is very hard. I think most cities that aren't like LA, New York, and, you know, Dallas is a big city, but then again, like, 
it's hard to just find healthy food yes. in general. Like their version of healthy food is yes. not my version of healthy food. Same. Like you're putting bacon in the Brussels sprouts. Yes. Like maybe I just want a Brussels sprout. Yes. I didn't want bacon and maple syrup somehow it's on, on them. Everything. They yeah. chop it up and put it in everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your smoothies. I've eaten vegan food all over the world though. You know, mm-hmm. you can find it. Um, and it's getting even more, I mean, did you see like Disney is now going to have a vegan option on every menu in every park. Oh, that's awesome. You know, now you can get those, uh, beyond burgers at Carl's jr. You can get impossible tacos at Del Taco. Mm-hmm. Like it's happening now. I just saw food. God was doing, I think it must, must've been an ad for, uh, impossible burger Whopper at Burger King. Yes. See, yeah, they're it's, everywhere. it's happening now. Um, so it's going to be even easier. Do you find it hard though, like when you're traveling with like a group or something where you need to go to a vegan restaurant, but they don't want to go? I'm the chillest vegan you could ever be. I don't let it dictate my life. I don't mm-hmm. let it, um, you know, be an, an, an annoyance to other people. Yeah. So I would rather eat like a salad with no dressing and then make everybody hate me and be annoying. Yeah. And maybe that'll change at some point. Yeah. Like when I get super rich or like, you know, I'll be like, excuse me, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, my private chef. Yes. Gonna... I'm going to pull over and like make everybody eat, you know, quinoa with me. But for now, I'm like, I, I'll be fine. Yeah. I'm a trooper. Yeah. I've starved. I've starved many a night. Yeah. I've been to weddings. Why you're so thin? It's one of my secrets. Um, I've been to many <laughs> a wedding you... where I can't eat literally anything. I have to eat, like I said, pieces of salad with no dressing. I, I'm a trooper. Yeah. I've done this to myself. You know, yeah. it's my cross to bear. Yes. Okay, honey. You're not going to be a martyr. No. Yeah. It's fine. Do you, did you lose weight initially when you... Mm, a little. A little bit? Yeah. But you were always naturally thin? Mm-hmm. Did you just feel better, have more energy? Um... I'm basically trying to get you to convince me to become vegan. Oh. I need a project. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's... I think, yeah. If you do it correctly, yes. Mm -hmm. But you have to do it correctly. Yeah. Meaning, you can't just eat garbage that's vegan. Because you could be... There is garbage vegan food. Yeah, yeah. I eat for dinner some nights chips with, like, vegan cheese on top. Yeah. You know, you can be a lazy vegan. Totally. Um, Or you could just eat pasta all the time or something. Exactly. So, if you do it correctly... Yeah, you're going to feel great. You're going to have really great benefits. Um, But you just have to be very thoughtful Mm -hmm. and make sure you're getting everything you're getting and, you know, eat chickpeas and all that. Okay, I like it. A lot of veggies, you got to chop, got to clean, got to wash, all that. I like cooking, though. Or pay up, baby. Yeah. If you're rich, fuck it. Okay, well, I'm not, so. (laughs) You're in my apartment right now. I can't wait, honey. (laughs) I can't wait to have my chef move in. I actually think it would be very easy. I love vegan food. I think it'd be very easy to be vegan if someone was cooking it for you. Oh, of course. And there's delivery services and things. And Mm -hmm. again, if if you've got the money and the lifestyle... I'm telling yeah. you, go to Nick's. If you live in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. go to Nick's. It literally like is so good. Yeah, they are killing it over there. All right, I gotta go. Yeah, it's really good. I'll go. <laughs> you want to yeah. go? I really want to go to brunch. I haven't been to brunch yet. I will. You've never, never. Oh, there to the Nick's I was brunch. Like, yeah. You've never what been to brunch. What is it? In I've been waiting. I've been waiting <laughs> till a special day. <laughs> Bottomless mimosas. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll go with you for sure. Okay, so of course I always want to look cute, but being comfortable is so much more important to me. Like I feel more confident when I'm comfortable. I feel more focused and I feel better at a meeting when I'm comfortable. And 
who says comfy can't be work appropriate? Well, guess what? Beta Brand solved that problem for us. Beta Brand wants you to look good and feel good, even at the office. I'm currently wearing my Beta Brand pants right now. I'm going to go to a hair appointment with them and then to a meeting. And I feel like I'm as comfortable as when I'm wearing yoga pants, but I look chic and put together. Their dress pant yoga pants feature ultra comfy styles designed to impress. And they have thoughtful details like faux zippers, front buttons, and belt loops. And they have great pocket options to choose from. Uh, like a style with eight, yes, eight pockets and a style with deep invisible zipper hand pockets. I love having pockets. That's where I put my phone. So I also have the ones with pockets. So you can leave the purse at home and still carry everything you need. They've got styles for all shapes and sizes and taste. They have boot cuts, straight legs, skinny, cropped, and more. I have them all. I wear them for all different occasions. I'm obsessed with my beta brand, super comfortable dress pant yoga pants. They're standard colors like black, navy, gray, khaki with seasonal and limited edition colors released monthly. Yes, I also have a gold disco pant. I love it and maybe I will wear that. Maybe I'll be a disco Halloween person. I can actually be comfortable on Halloween. Beta Brand is an online fashion retailer and crowdfunding platform for fashion. They welcome feedback and bring crowdsource ideas straight into the design room. That is so amazing. Shoppers can vote for the designs to become crowdfunded projects on the site. I love that. I love a good project. I want to be involved. And I have an offer for my listeners. Fit, feel, comfort, get involved. That's why I started wearing Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Visit betabrand.com slash be here to get 20% off yours. That's all lowercase. Visit betabrand.com slash be here to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash be here, all lowercase, to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. So, okay, let's talk about like your backstory and getting in entertainment. Yeah. Did you always know you wanted to be an actor, comedian? I doubt you knew you wanted to be a podcaster because I yeah. wasn't really around when you were Yeah. Younger. Well, I kind of did. I wanted to be Howard Stern. Okay. Um, I wanted to be Kid Craddock. That mm-hmm. was like the DJ in, in Dallas. I used to record. I'd do the Jackie show and I would record on my karaoke machine and do like talk radio bits. That's and, amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. A face for radio, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you do have a really good, like you, you have a radio voice and like you, ha- you. you know how to do all the little... I'm pretty monotone. It's yeah, yeah. kind of a one. No, we all have our hit. thing. Yeah. We all have our thing, yeah. you know? But uh, yeah, it's funny. I didn't realize like that uh, Howard had influenced me so much. Mm-hmm. But then people, uh, my friend Elizabeth, who hosts That's a Retrograde, she goes, you are the beauty talk shock jock. Oh, I like and that. And that's now one of my like my monikers, you know? I love and that. And I was like, oh my God, I literally am. Um, and so I was like, I guess Howard did influence me. Yeah. Because that was the thing. He influenced all those like morning, you know, mm-hmm. what do they call it? Radio hosts, I guess. Oh, but like the morning zoo. Uh-huh. You know, he like kind of influenced that whole generation of DJs. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of them in my yeah. own way, you know. Did you did you start working in radio at a young age? No, I, you know, I went to school for for film. And I was like, I want to produce, I want to write, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I didn't really know. I was like, I want to do something in film. Saying I like want to be on camera was really so far-fetched mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone in the business you know it was kind of I was too scared to kind of admit that mm-hmm. I moved here initially as an intern at a production office and I was like I want to produce I want to develop shows and and my boss was like you know what bitch you want to be on tv mm-hmm. okay I can see it plain as day honey 
So why don't you go take classes at UCB and like <laughs> just do the damn thing? Yeah. And don't if, waste anyone's time. Yeah. And if you don't, and if it doesn't work out, come produce, you know? And 13 years later, it still hasn't worked out, but I still <laughs> yes, haven't gone back. Weren't you just on Drunk History? <laughs> yes. How was that? It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done it. I'd like to do it though. Yeah. Uh, it was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it, that, that show is really special mm-hmm. and I feel like n- people want to copy it and no one has been able to do it yet. Yeah. Cause it's, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So did you, did you know you want, well, you didn't admit to yourself you wanted to oh. be an actor. So you just yeah. thought it was like going to well, be like a I radio thing. I wanted to thing? be on SNL. Oh, I think, did? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We all did. Oh, we all wanted to be on SNL. I still submit my writing packet occasionally yeah. a real. I gave up. I released that dream a few years ago. Once I saw my friends get on it and see what they go through, I was like, do I want to study tape of like, you know, Sissy Spacek and like Mm -hmm. really learn how to be Sissy Spacek? I don't. Yeah. And that's what you have. You have to be a brilliant impressionist at this Mm -hmm. point. And I just don't want to do that. Yeah. I realize I want to be myself, which is what a comic is. Yeah. I I realize that myself too, because I was doing stand up for. I don't know, like six years before I, I went through the whole Second City track. Mm-hmm. Then I went through the whole Second City track, and I was still such a stand-up. Like, I w- couldn't right. get myself into that, like, right, right. goofy mode don't, of, like... You're a I don't doctor wanna, with yeah. one arm. No, or you're yeah. a frog. Dance around like a frog. Like, right, right. I don't I don't want to right, right now. Right. I'm not yeah. in the mood for this. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a frog. Yeah, and I would have such a hard time not just, like, telling the joke that was in my head that would kill the scene, but it would have been hilarious. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I get that. Like, I mean, ideally, SNL would be cool, but. Right. Yeah. The dream is released. Yeah. It ain't going to happen for me. It is what it is, you know? When did you get into comedy? Uh, Well, I, I started taking classes at UCB 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Long time. Yeah. But I mean, is that getting into comedy? I just started taking classes. Yeah. I got on the main stage pretty quick, though, because mm-hmm. I got into a musical that Matt Besser directed. And then from there, I got on a mod team, which is like the house sketch team. And then I did like the house musical team for years. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of did that whole track. And then the whole thing about UCB, which is Upright Citizens Brigade for people who don't live here. <laughs> um, you know, it's a training school and you're a, a, it's a nest and you're a baby bird. And, you know, it, you can either stay in the nest forever mm-hmm. or you fly out or mm-hmm. you hit the ground. You, Do you know, feel like people sometimes just get stuck and like, and then they become teachers. And yeah, then yeah, they yeah. Become, yeah. And that's a vibe. That's a mood. Yeah. You know, um, that wasn't my mood. Yeah. I flew out of the nest. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. When did you start taking acting classes and getting into that? I mean, I have had really like, have you watched Barry? Uh, no, but I hear it's amazing. It is, but but it's essentially about you know an acting class, mm-hmm. and and um, Henry Winkler teaches that acting class. Mm-hmm. And I've been in that class. Those classes are everywhere here. Oh, okay. The like serious acting classes in the valley mm-hmm. that like a failed actor is teaching, you know? Yeah. Those classes honestly fucked me up. Yeah. They fucked me up so bad. It's a lot of money too. A lot of money. And I feel I have very real comedic instincts. Mm-hmm. And they teach you basically to scrap all of that and mm-hmm. just mechanically make these choices. And they have a whole method for teaching you how to do that. Yeah. And it fucked me up so bad that I couldn't book anything for two years yeah. after I did this whole program. I was like, fuck, I can't book because Cause you're writing the like, I'm, what's my feeling right, after each and line just, or whatever. It, quest- it made me question my whole comedy. And they do that. A lot of these schools, it's really interesting. I did this one program where they have you perform a scene in front of the class. And I did the scene 
not a single laugh, right? Mm -hmm. Not a single laugh. Then they take you in the back room and they do some adjustments. You come back and do it again. Everybody laughs. And he goes, see, this is what would happen if you take the rest of the class. Is it a setup? It's mental. Yeah. The whole thing is a mental fuck. I would like to see that guy get up and do stand up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. See how he would do. Let's see how many downloads your podcast gets, bitch. <laughs> Let's see if you get any quip ads, motherfucker. <laughs> no, just kidding. We're just, we're a little bitter. Yeah, I'm a little bitter. It's fine. But it works for some people. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but it fucked me up real bad. So uh, I did do name a fucking acting teacher out here, honey. I probably yeah. did their class. Yeah. I probably did their cold read program. Mm-hmm. I did the whole damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. What was uh, what was your parents' reaction to you like moving to LA to pursue entertainment? They were not surprised. Okay. You have a big personality. I could see that. Yeah. I mean, I was so. I've always wanted, I knew I was going to end up here. Mm -hmm. Like that was my end goal from a long time ago. Yeah. I tried to get into USC. I was like, I'm going to get into USC like Will Ferrell. And then I'm going to drop out and go do groundlings. I had this whole plan. Of course, it made no sense really. But um, you're like, I'm going to dabble in drugs, but then I won't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I'm going to date a celebrity. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm going to stand out front on the corner of you know rock and roll ralphs and uh (laughs) improvise yeah make some scenes uh (laughs) no they weren't surprised and they were i would say i guess more supportive than Mm non-supportive but you know that's good that's helpful it ain't easy out here yeah i'm such a jaded old like the last stripper at the strip club i'm like oh welcome new kid you got a lot to learn you know like i've been out here 13 fucking years it has not been easy yeah no it's not yeah what was the worst side job you ever had to have i've had okay i was a celebrity dog walker for a really long time Mm -hmm. it was literally like my my job my Mm -hmm. profession I could write a whole fucking book on that. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I'd say my funniest job, I call it being a coffee sleeve narc. <laughs> what the hell is So everyone who's moved out here knows all about the like miscellaneous section on Craigslist. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if people still do that, but this was a few years ago. This was like big. I think people are too scared now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was trying to find like flexible jobs part-time. Mm-hmm. There was this company in San Francisco that uh, printed coffee sleeves with ads on them. Mm-hmm. And they would provide them free to indie coffee shops in exchange for the ads on them. And all they asked was that the ads were used during specific times. So like the Chrysler Pacifica just came out. We need these Chrysler Pacifica coffee sleeves to be used in October only. Or Uh a movie would be on them. And it's like you have to put them. My job was to drive around to all these coffee shops, make sure they're using the right sleeves. And then ask... And then go, how many do you have left? Do you need any more? And half the time I'd go in there and they weren't using the right ones. Uh, you know, they were using ones from three months ago. i of anything like this. No, no, no. And I would have to do a full report. And it's like everyone I did, I got $15 or something. That's incredible. Yeah. And it was like a, a random ass weird Craigslist job. I have had so many weird Craigslist jobs. Oh my God. So many. I've had a lot of weird jobs, but I don't know that. Well, no, I guess I got one of the, my longest running ones off of Craigslist when I was an assistant to a real estate lady and then started running our Airbnbs and being emotionally abused by her. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to, I started doing eyelash extensions. That mm-hmm. was like a weird job I had for a few years. That was a Craigslist. Mm-hmm. My dog walking was a Craigslist. Like, I basically survived oh out here because of Craigslist. I'm remembering a, a 
a sales job for permanent tattoo makeup that I applied for off Craigslist. Went to it, got the job, and then I was like, I can't do this. My soul can't. Yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. I can't. I um I recently had a cosmetic tattooer on my podcast, Natch Butte, and she goes, oh, yeah, the microblading we're all getting is literally permanently tattooing your face. Really? It's not coming off. But don't they say that you have to, like, touch it up all the it's time? It's a lie, though. It's a, I was told when I did mine, Oh, it'll last two years. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I'm going to die with this shit on my face. I'm going to be an old good. woman. I'm going to be an old woman in my bed surrounded by all my fucking grandkids. And they're going to go, your eyebrows look kind of gray. And I'm going to go, yeah, that's right. I got a tattoo when I was t- 32. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're not going to look gray because they're permanently dark. No, but they slowly fade like a tattoo. It's just on your face. And if you don't take care of a tattoo like, you know, well, it's yeah. going to fade and blur. And that's what's happened to mine. But isn't it better than just having your eyebrows thin out? I mean, you could argue. Yeah. I'm happy I did it. Yeah. I just have to pencil over my purple, you oh, know, so- smeared, blurry Oh, so marks. you still have to fill it in. Yeah. Okay, I'm not doing it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What's it's the a, difference? It's not, they just say to you, it's like uh, microblading, you know, it's semi-permanent. No, bitch, it's permanent. You're yeah. literally tattooing your face. I'm just not going to do any of these things that are like weird, yes. fatty things. Like yes. even the ones like all the like, the like, um freezing of your fat and things like that like i feel like we're all gonna find out like a it doesn't work or b it caused me to have more fat cells or something for sure i'll just accept that my stomach's a little chubby i have friends okay with it i have several friends who have done like melty things Mm -hmm. and it doesn't literally do anything yeah yeah i'm not yeah i can't do it yeah i did get um bad botox though the other oh yeah i've had that yeah what happened to you in your case i just had way too much so I don't know that way mine was, too much. I can show you photos. I don't know that mine is way too much. He claims because I went back and uh-huh. I was like, yo, and you didn't put Botox near my mouth because I don't think you can even do that. Yeah. But my mouth is frozen. What oh, the shit. fuck did you do, sir? Whoa. He and he was like, oh, it happens to like one in a thousand people. I'm like, great. Should I buy a lottery ticket? I was ticket? about to like, say, yeah. Okay, cool. He's like, well, it just looks like that a little bit of the Botox just trickled down oh. into like your facial muscles. I'm like. Okay. He said it would take six weeks to go away. It's been six weeks. Look at my smile. I look like Bob's big boy, my mom says. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, the shit we do to ourselves. I, like, honestly may never get Botox again. Yeah. Like, I I, I didn't even really have wrinkles. Like, yeah. It was just like I was just doing it to do it. And now I'd rather have a few, like, crow's feet and be able to smile like a normal human. I talk about Botox on Nash Butte all the time. It's a rich man's game. Yeah. I just think that for a few hundred dollars, it should last longer than three months. Yeah. It's just like you just do it and you're like, oh, it works. And then literally like a month and a half later, you're like, oh, they're back. Yeah. It's just I'd rather get a facial or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What happened to you when you got yours? Just way too much. Oh, she, I was, it's when I was getting married. She just really preyed on my insecurities and mm-hmm. was like, well, we should do all your, I don't have a forehead wrinkle. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have the same way. I don't get forehead wrinkles. Well, I only get them around my I'm eyes. I'm proud to say, you know, I don't have one. Yeah. I don't even get this Botox out. I just don't have one. Yeah. She did my full forehead. Um, she did in between, which mm-hmm. I have one tiny 11. Yeah. Like a half parenthesis right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I always do around my eyes, but she just did, I want to say like 55 units something insane for that what i needed like a lot and in my wedding photos my face isn't moving in any of them it's really creepy it's, I, it's such a weird feeling yeah like, yeah I would, it sucks it feels heavy it's yeah. really weird i feel like in every photo i've taken over the last couple months and like i've had to post certain things that i just look like i'm trying to be like super modely or angry and i'm like no that's just yeah I can't move oh my, my face. god that's so funny i'm so embarrassed about it so will you ever get botox again oh yeah i get all the time yeah <laughs> 
get it all the time. I know. Once this wears off, I'm definitely going to get it, I too. I get I'm it like, all the time. I'm like, I may never get it yeah. again. Like, I just get a very tiny amount. Like, look, I have full range of motion. Yeah. And when I watch my Insta stories, I'm like, oh, you can see my whole forehead and face moving. And that's what it is. When you barely get any, it mm-hmm. just doesn't last very long. I'm fine with that. Because yeah. like, I was normally barely getting any. And I still don't know if he put too much. He right. claims that he put the needle further down than my face will allow. Interesting. I don't, I don't know. Just go to someone else. Well, he's a plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. It's interesting. Yeah. So, I had my, A PA does mine. A physician assistant. Oh, I was. Yeah, yeah. A production like, assistant I was on the like, set. Oh, what, mm-hmm. I was like, what are the people that run the yeah. podcast that I met? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your sound engineer? Yeah, yeah. I think anyone could do, like, if you want to be shady. Fuck no. No, of course not. Yeah, no, honey, no. Oh, God. Go, seek a professional and do not use a Groupon. Yeah, no. Huh. Yeah. Support for Be Here for a While comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I think the thought of using regular scissors near something so precious is terrifying. That's why when Manscaped started supporting my podcast, I bought an entire kit for my boyfriend. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology. So this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Thank God. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Come on, guys. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BEHERE at manscaped.com. They always have the right tools for the job, and your balls will thank you. Okay, guys, so... Here's an offer for you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BEHERE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code BEHERE. M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com and use code BEHERE for 20% off. So uh, your podcast, explain what your podcast is. I'm sure a lot of my listeners know. But then I want to ask you questions about the stuff that you've obviously become an expert yeah. on. Well, we'll try and listen. Yeah. Um, Natch Butte is a beauty, self-care, makeup, skincare, comedy podcast. I like it. Yeah, it's basically just... And it's like the number one one? Number I mean, one. what's number one? It's been number one. It has been number one. I'd say number three is safe. Yeah. We're cool with number three. Okay. Um, on t- in terms of like the podcast charts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know... It's very different from the first two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an explorer of the space and I am a comedian. So mm-hmm. we, I talk about things in a very real way as an explorer of the space, as a non-professional, just a consumer. Mm-hmm. And I have on a lot of comics such as yourself and we discuss what products are you using? What are you curious about? What's your kink? What's your coot? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, you know, what highlighter do you like? Do you know what highlighter is? What yeah. is beauty to you? We talk about gender dysphoria. We talk about, um, you know, uh, our pussies, our assholes. Yeah. all kinds of shit you know that's hilarious yeah were you ever like a makeup artist before like what made you so into well it? i grew up in a you know southern home mm-hmm. and i did pageants as a child oh. so i've been i had like a full beat when yeah. i was like five wow so i've always kind of enjoyed the glamorous things of life mm-hmm. and i've always just been really influential in my peer group 
among that world. Okay. I've always like my sorority sisters used to line up at my room in my sorority house and I would do their their lash strips for mm-hmm. them. I've just always been really into it. Mm-hmm. But no, it was just a hobby. And when I started my show, you know, there's a million podcasts and there's I wanted just a niche idea. Yeah. And because I had been doing eyelashes on people for so long, I'd stared at their their faces and we talk about serums and under eye bumps and Botox and whatever. And it just was like a fun kind of girly conversation. Mm-hmm. And I thought it'd be fun to record. Yeah. And I so like it. Do I it. had so much fun being a guest. Yeah, we did. We laughed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Maybe we have to retell that story. I think we might. Yeah. Um, but what, what products are you using now that are like your go-tos or do you, and do you switch it up for fall now that it's fall, right. not summer? Do you have like a specific set of right. fall go-tos? Well, I would, except it's still not really fall in LA. Yeah. Um, so not really. All of a sudden, you're wearing like a burgundy. Yes, like, it's yes. September Well, 20- I did. I did get um, a fall nail, which was a big deal to me because yeah. I normally only do like pinky, uh, peachy oranges, and I was like, you know what? I let my guy pick. Tony, uh-huh. shout out to Tony. Oh, Tony's you're my boy. You're saying his name now. Yes. Wow. No, I'm talking about my nail. Oh, I person. was like, wow. <laughs> oh, you talking about that boyfriend? Yeah. Well, I say his name too. Okay. Yeah. He once I like put him out on my Instagram in public that's when that all came out yeah yeah isn't that a weird thing like what what yes. is the time to to uh publicly put something on Instagram because yes. I get really nervous that like once I put something on Instagram maybe it's just because the last guy I dated it but it's how I basically found out he cheated on me is because I put something out there and some girl like instantly dm'd me um oh, and so I feel like maybe it jinxes it or something right no it is a decision or if it's like, if it doesn't work out, then you have to be like, oh yeah, that one didn't work out too. I know. It's, it's a like, risk. I mean, yeah. it's, you, you're putting your heart on the line. You're mm-hmm. putting your heart and your Instagram on the line. Yeah. It's, it's a decision. It was definitely a strategic decision. Really? Yeah. I don't know that I've been that strategic about it. I feel like I never have been. Like the, the amount of people I've introduced my parents to and the amount of people I've announced on social media is yeah. unreal. Yeah. It's like, like a lot, you mean? Well, it's just like I'm, I bring boyfriends home. Right. I, I'll post about it. It's like, well, everyone's what? different. Yeah. Me, it was because of my divorce. It was a very strategic choice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what was the choice? Like, how long did you wait? I'm trying to think. Like, in terms of months, um, <laughs> basically, my f- best friend got married. And she, I did not have a plus one. I had a plus one and then it was taken away because my marriage ended. And <laughs> so then, so sad. And then I started like, seeing she someone. She doesn't need this. Yeah, She'll you know. She'll never find anyone like, again. It's like that trope of like taking the extra chair at the restaurant. Yeah. Like, she's alone. Take the chair. And you hoist it in the air, like, you know, through the fucking place. Um, so, you know, it's touchy because there's etiquette rules about like plus ones when it's small weddings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't. I didn't have a plus one. And then towards the very end, you know, people start dropping off, not being able to come. And she was like, do you want to bring him? And I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? We're going to look hot as fuck. Yeah. It was a formal wedding. You know, I had all my hair weave in. I had a great dress. He's tall and hot. You Mm -hmm. know, he had a tux on. We were in Big Sur. And I was like, and I said, I said, today's the day, Mm -hmm. you know, and we, I literally had my friend walking around doing a full-blown photo shoot of us. I was like, new angle. And she'd be like, pop your ass. I'd be like, yes. And then, of course, I tuned it accordingly, you know. Nothing, like, on us. I just, like, really upped the contract. I made those trees look hot as fuck. Like, it was a whole (laughs) moment. I literally laid in bed and, like, made it. And I go, okay, here it comes. And I hit post. And I was like, it's out there. And it made a wave, honey. It made a wave. It made a wave. God, I should have really thought more about the... I just started dating someone, and I just posted a photo of us. And it's literally, like 
us on a hiking trail, but like not even looking at the camera. Yeah. I'm not, my hair's like Well, ratty. it's interesting. I saw that photo. Yeah. And I clicked the person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this is her man or if this is a friend. And Because you want to know. Like, you're yeah, curious, yeah. you know? And so I was like, what is he posting? It's very common and, yeah. uh, you know, to like want to know. And yeah. social media can really tell you a lot. Yeah. Totally. And I had posted ben a few times on my story mm-hmm. but not in a way where it was like obvious that we were dating yeah, yeah, yeah um but people knew like people who knew us knew and then when you were on my show i told a story oh god please tell it again. we had already been dating mm-hmm. you know like we were boyfriend and girlfriend when yeah. that happened but on my show i was very coy about it oh yeah because you kind of made it sound like you was someone you just sort right of, right yeah. but it kind of was it's a yeah. it's a long story we've known each other for almost seven years oh but we reconnected on raya okay so it is like He's he was a, an acquaintance, mm-hmm. I would say, a, a long term acquaintance that I was fond of, but yeah. like did not, uh, you know, think of as a person to date yeah. necessarily. Okay. So it like it's a, it's a little more complicated. Yeah, that's nice though that you knew him before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm really happy, like because this, as you know, it's a very incestuous um, LA dating scene. Oh, absolutely. I was like. I, as soon as I put that photo up, I'm like, am I going to get DMs? It's like, he's a dick. Or like, he did this to my friend or whatever. I was like, <gasps> dreading it. And every person that I've brought it up to, I would test the waters. Like, uh, I remember like in April, we had just started dating. And I was at this event. And I knew he knew. He knows a lot of the people in comedy because he used to work at Funny or Die. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm dating. And they would go, I love him. He's amazing. Oh, oh my so God. Nice. I worked with him on the Hillary campaign. Whatever. Like, everyone. Oh, and so, so nice. I was just like, whew. Oh, you know. Um, so yeah. And but it all could have gone south once you texted him. Uh, yes. Should we tell the story? I, I really okay. I enjoy this story. So let's start with just saying that and you, you didn't get any backlash for it. Right? No, okay, not to good. my face. Okay. Good. Yeah. Because we were worried it was a a little insane. I mean, it's yeah. it just okay. Just bear with us. Yeah. Basically, I have been in a relationship for eight years. And a lot has changed in the dating scene mm-hmm. in that amount of time. I mean, it's a whole new landscape. Yeah. I had never sent a nude photo ever in my life. Mm-hmm. Ever. Because I'm a little bit of a never nude, which yeah. we discussed on my show. Like, I'm I'm a little uptight with my body. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not one of those friends that, like, walks around naked in front never, of your girlfriends. Never. Never. Um, so, you know, so the guy I was dating was in I didn't say at the time where he was. He was in Israel and he was on this like do-gooder trip. Mm -hmm. He's like in politics and is changing the world and is like a really good person and whatever. He's on this trip. And um, there's a long, there's like a 13 hour time difference. And, you know, we, we was still a new exciting relationship, you know, Um, but we had really, really real feelings and like we were exclusive, but it was still a new dating stage. Mm -hmm. But we didn't talk much because of the huge time difference, and he was really busy on all these little trips and things. And I decided one evening to send him a photo of my titty, just one titty, yeah. which we discussed which on Nash View. Which was a lovely photo. You Thank showed it you. to me. Yes. Yeah. Well, the I, angles were. That's what I explained on Nash View. Yeah. You know, if you are small-chested, I highly recommend doing a one-titty photo downwards with the iPhone because the wide-angle lens really creates this beautiful, like, round yeah. titty. And if you uh, are a l- natural large-breasted yes. girl like me, I don't recommend that move. Yes, yeah. but what we did decide for you was um, stand on your head up against a wall, <laughs> yeah. get the titty photo, so then, then flip it yep. to mm-hmm. appear as though you are upright, totally. and you will get like a really perky titty picture. Totally. Or you just kind of hold them up uh-huh. as if you're, uh-huh. you know, as if you're holding the phone, but yes. really naturally create a little cradle with the yeah. arm, yeah. Mm-hmm. a little arm bra. 
So I, I took a photo of myself. And again, I'm like self-exploring. I'm, you know, I'm recently out of a marriage. So I'm like, I'm getting more comfortable with myself and like feeling myself. And like, sometimes I t- look in the mirror and I'll just snap a photo of my pussy or my ass or my titties or whatever. I'm just like, <laughs> this is new Jackie. Yeah. I'm, I mean, kind of yeah. having a Jackie renaissance. 2.0. Yeah. So like, there's photos of my pussy on my phone. Like, really? there's a whole thing, you know? And In old case you need them for any well, reason. Well, old Jackie was way too uptight for that. I was yeah. like, if somebody cracks my phone, they're going to see my pussy and like, whatever. But I don't care. Now I'm like, go ahead and look at it. It looks good. You know what I mean? Whatever. So I have this titty photo and I, I knew what time it was there. It was like, I don't remember. I read it all to you on the, yeah. on the, uh, my episode of my show, but it was essentially like 11 o'clock at night. So it was probably like 11 AM there. Yeah. And I was like, Perfect you know, thing to get after your yeah, morning coffee. Yeah. Why not? I was like, he's up. Yeah. Um, he'll just get a titty and kind of remind him that when I, he gets back, I'm yeah, here, it's you know? the first thing he wakes up to. Right, you know? You know? You buffer. Yeah, yeah, you know? So then I send it, and I don't hear back. And I immediately regret sending it because it was such a vulnerable text. Mm-hmm. It was such a vulnerable text for me for, like, ten reasons. Mm-hmm. New guy. The first time I've ever sent a, a naked photo of myself. He's overseas. And the timing. And then I started being like, oh, shit. Yeah, first of all, guys, I mean, he, he had a reason. Yeah, yeah. Respond right away. Re- but this the always tails, happens with the us. The tailspin you can go but into. But this has always happened with us because... Once again, he's a really good person. He's healthy. He's adjusted. He doesn't look at his phone all the time. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even look at Instagram every day. That's I'm good. like, I'm so wet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. His Instagram is like, he never posts. He yeah. doesn't care. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. So I'm used to it. I'd like send kind of a like vulnerable, like, I want, I can't wait to see you later. And then not hear back. And I'm like, yeah. he hates me. I fucking hate myself. What have I done? You know? And then he'll text me back like three hours later with a kissy or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fuck. That's a little different than pretty much sending your yeah, first yeah, yeah. nude, nude ever. radio silence. Right, right. So he doesn't respond. I, mean, I end up having to go to sleep. And then you were joking about like you were up all night. Most likely I was. Yeah. It was like four something in the morning. And I. You're cradling yourself. Yes. I'm just like, what have I done? I wish there was a not like a not send option. Like once you send a text, like. Can I please go back in time? Is there a your phone out the window? Right. Is there a way you can like make their phone blow up in flames? And their I would pay whatever the whatever the app costs. I would pay. You get a drone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now that's a good idea. That's a Shark Tank idea. Um. So, oh, should I read it? Yeah. I don't think I. I don't have it pulled up. Yeah. I can pause it. Oh. It's going to take me forever to... Okay, don't worry about I can it. kind of quote it at this yeah. point because I've listened back to the clip of us on my show so many times. So basically, I send the titty. I wait <laughs> for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> and it's like you saw it. It was a good photo. It's a great photo. I look hot. Yeah, my titty's on point. Yeah, you look great. I get back. I don't get back, wow, or sexy, or I can't wait to lick that. I don't get anything. <laughs> I, I get... I get, I have just been in a two and a half hour meeting with a Holocaust survivor, followed by um, a tour of the biggest Holocaust museum in the world. And I take my phone off airplane mode, and this is the first thing I see. It's just not what you want to hear. It's just, you feel like, sh- you feel shame. You feel like I felt, such a millennial that's oh, not doing anything for the world. Oh. You feel. I was just like. You see a pile of shoes. <laughs> you see a pile of of empty shoes. And then you look at my tit. <laughs> it 
was just. You met with a Holocaust survivor who's talking about the worst things in the world. Meanwhile, you'd been up all night worried about oh, yeah. not responding to your tip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really puts your life into perspective. It really puts what you're doing with your life, you know, in order. It just, and I just instantly felt like a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> And of course, that's when he, of course, that's where he was. Of course, that's when I decided to send this because it's me. It's my life. You know what I mean? Like, I thought I was over here being sexy and it's like, oh, no, honey. You know, you just put a punctuation mark on one of the most profound, sad experiences I've ever had. That might have probably ruined it. Let's be honest. It probably ruined it because this whole trip is about like, it changes your life it's like this beautiful it's not about just the just the just the urges we have yes yes it's about changing the world and expanding your mind and and having gratitude and empathy and you know and i'm like here's my fucking tit (laughs) enjoy while you're at auschwitz you know it took me three hours to take this photo yes and it wasn't at auschwitz by the way um i don't know the name of it offhand but it's very famous and it's in israel but it was perfect because then I just was like, oh, he hates me on a piece of shit. But he didn't. He thought it was funny. Did he end up, I forget, did he end up writing uh, something else? That yeah, was yeah. Like- I put, I'm sorry. And then he put, no, don't be. The timing was unreal. He thought, I mean, it is. It's very Jackie. Yeah. It's a very Jackie thing to happen. And he loves me, yeah. you know, and like appreciates that yeah. I ruin moments. You have to, you have <laughs> you to love that about me. You didn't know that that's what he was going to be doing. No, but that's why it's so great. Like, it's, it's like so of funny. all the minutes in the world, of all the times. I could have sent that an hour later. I could have yeah. sent that an hour earlier. I could have sent it the next day. Oh, and you also could be like an experienced nude photo sender where you just don't even really care you're breezy about yes. it whatever it wasn't like a big time moment that's what i'm for saying yes. it's not like i send them all the time and it's like yeah. oh here's another titty photo yeah this was a very big deal and i don't think he knew any of that yeah, yeah. you know oh it's just my favorite it's story. fine i'll probably never send another one no you have i haven't to. yet listen the worst timing no that's happened. not true that's not true the worst timing i've happened. sent some ass pics since okay. i've all sent right. some ass pics was he at his grandma's funeral when that happened yes or? Okay. of course <laughs> As Granny is lowered into the ground, She's, ding! Okay. There's my spread open ass. Yes. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. And we do not mean to be insensitive about that story. Like it's. Oh not, no 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 no! That's the whole point. It's like we were calling out the fact that we're. The humor is that I have the worst timing <laughs> in the world, not the Holocaust and what happened. Yeah. And I said on my show, I said. That's one place I don't do material about. Oh, 100%. I don't do no. material on that subject. Yeah. So that is not what we're saying at yeah. all. No, not at all. Yes. This is more of a shame-filled story. Of course. I feel like a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's amazing. Yeah. What, um, I still need to circle back about your products, but what yes. has it been like dating for the first time after being with someone for eight yeah. years, you said, and yeah. then a divorce? Yeah. Or almost. Well, I was truly very worried advice for my listeners about it I was truly very worried Mm -hmm. um because I know so many amazing women who have such a hard time dating in this town yeah and it was a very big stress initially because I was like I want a family Mm -hmm. that's something that I really realized through the ending of my marriage was like you really have to sit there and like think of your priorities and what you want. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I do want a family. I want a husband. I want kids. I want to do that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, at 34, starting over, 
in the most ageist town in the world mm -hmm. um, was a huge stress. Mm -hmm. I was very worried. Yeah. And I got on Raya and I got on it really early on, more so out of curiosity of what is truly out there. Mm -hmm. All I had heard is it's a nightmare. It's a cesspool. It's a bottomless pit of despair. Yeah. All of these things. I had a really fun time on Me Raya. Too. I had a I literally very, have nothing bad to say about it. I had a very fun. Now, are there a lot of douchebags, um, you know, surfer dudes, art directors, quote unquote? Yeah. yeah. But I. But you also meet a lot of interesting people and it is kind of a fun place to be when you're I first mean, single. I, I didn't take it too seriously. Yeah. And, did I. and I'll be honest, a lot of people I knew came up mm -hmm. and that was the most interesting part of it was like maybe this is a tip for your listeners maybe don't look so far away oh you know what i mean if you're newly single look around your friends yeah. the look guy i'm dating i've known for three years see and he also liked me for three years i had no idea see yeah notice mm -hmm. my therapist and i say notice all the time yeah notice it's great advice uh because i feel like i was like i gotta find somebody i gotta and it's what better to find someone that you've already yes. known? It's not there's you're not gonna find crazy skeletons in their closet like you know them right and I mean, so many might, people, people can have, vet them yeah most likely yeah you know and that's something i wasn't expecting at all mm -hmm. you know i swiped on i would see people i knew and i would always swipe mm -hmm. and then we'd start talking mm-hmm and in nine times out of ten, they wouldn't ask me out because you just swipe people you know. Like it's like, oh yeah, hey, what like, are you doing you on here? Not, yeah, you yeah, just yeah. Not do it, you yeah. just ignore each other. So they'd be like, what are you doing on here? Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. A lot of people were like, I heard, sorry, like they'd heard about mm -hmm. my divorce, whatever. And you know, I swiped with a guy I've known for seven years who's super cute and I've always really liked. Mm -hmm. And we start chatting, and then he's like, let's go to dinner. And I'm like, okay. I thought, no, I didn't know like that I would be dating him six months later. It's so cute. You know? And yeah, it's going well. I think that's well. what you need too after your divorce, probably. Like someone you know that's nice to you that you right. already just like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That makes me happy. Yeah. Why so, not? So your advice to them is notice people around you. Yes. You yeah, know. Don't discount people. Yes. Yeah. In your past or in your present. Yeah. Um, you or might people not. people that don't necessarily, they don't have to fit like a mold of what yes. you thought. Like I really thought I needed to date like. Like, and the guy I'm, I'm dating is going to be very successful, but he's a few years younger than me and Ooh, he works really that. hard. But like I had I in my that. brain that it has to be like, okay, he's probably right, right, going right. to be like 40. He's got to right. be already really successful. Right. Like, and like that just didn't, doesn't need to be that way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think keep your mind open. And also though, you really just need to sit with yourself and assess what you want because you might not be ready mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yeah you're going to give yourself, do yourself a lot of disservice if you do kind of jump into something or try when you're not ready. Mm -hmm. um, so you really just need to do a lot of inner work. And I really truly think going to therapy is key. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You actually have a good voice. Thank you. That was horrible, oh. but okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do it. sing at the top of your show. Yes. Okay, we're going to wrap it up, but I want to get your fall... Okay. Makeup, beauty, yes. things. Okay, we love. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm all about that oil cleanse. Do you oil cleanse? No. I feel like we talked about this on Ashley. Oh, like that's how you... Yeah. I No, but I should. I use like cold cream, just Pond's cold cream, which is pretty much grease. It's oil... Yeah, that's essentially old school oil cleansing. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of like a double cleanse. Let's say like we do a full beat at okay. an event or something. I will most likely do... If I'm like, does a full beat mean like a full face of makeup? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Got it. Like I'm talking like drag, drag, like okay. thick, honey. We we go into the red carpet, okay. right. All right? 
So I will probably do like two cleanses. I'll either do an oil cleanse and then like a foamy cleanse or I'll mm-hmm. do a face wipe, then an oil cleanse. I do two. Mm-hmm. And I think that is really key okay. to really, really cleansing the skin. You do have really good skin. Oh, thanks. It's, I actually have two zits right now and that's not no, normal for me. Them, so. Thank you. Um, I was just on my period <laughs> blood, blood, blood. and it kind of threw me um i was having breakouts a few months ago and it was really stressful uh-huh. um and but they've pretty much stopped yeah knock on some, wood i had some chin action a couple months yeah ago. i, I that's like, where mine is, is. but sometimes you know what it happens mm-hmm. it happens especially because i'm always trying new shit so anyway i highly recommend a double <laughs> cleanse look into an oil cleanse i like the tatcha oil okay. from sephora that's what i'm using currently I, write that down. I think i wrote it down last time and did nothing oh, about it yeah the tatcha i think it's like camellia okay cleansing oil or something like that but there's a lot of oil cleansers uh, in all kinds of price points you could honestly use olive oil yeah you truly could or coconut oil right yeah there's conflicting info i saw coconut oil in your bathroom don't think that's i didn't to, clock all your products yeah, that's just to shape my legs oh yeah. doesn't it fuck your razor up yeah but not really yeah you, you just clean it out yeah 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 listen razor is disposable anyway oh good for you yeah um so then i like a clean face once you like strip your face of everything, you know, like after you cleanse and you can feel it just really, it can yeah. be really tight and you got to replenish, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to do a toner. Yeah. The toner will even everything back out, balance out your skin again. Then that's when you hit them with the serums. Mm-hmm. I depending, love serum. Yeah. Depending on what you need. The serum I'm using right now is fucking on point. It's a new discovery. Let me pull it up just to make sure I give you the right information. It is on effing fleek. And the reason I love it is because it has like 20 things in it that you would want to use in like 10 different serums, but it's all in one. And it's so pretty. It's called the Full Moon Serum. Isn't it so pretty? Ooh, I like it. It's blue. Writing that one down. This is is by Graydon, which is a female indie brand. I really love promoting woman-owned indie brands on Nantribute. Um, This serum has... A retinol, but a plant-based retinol. So it's gentle. So Mm -hmm. if you're like, oh, that sounds scary. If you're a skincare queen, you know what I'm talking about, like with retinols and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It has a vitamin C. It is a hyaluronic. It literally is like all the serums you need, but in one serum. Is it a day or nighttime? I do both, honey. Okay. Because it's not photosensitive. If you use a retinol, you have to do it at night. Because especially in LA in in the sun, you know, the retinols can really affect the sun. I do it both. It's not cheap. I don't have the price in front of me. It's probably like 70 bucks, I want to say. It's not that bad. If you click on my Instagram, I have a link to my little boutique and you get 20% off with Jackie20. But oh, but cool. this is because I picked it as my favorite product mm-hmm. that I found at Indie Beauty Expo. Okay. Um, I'm obsessed with it. I love, she has this product called Face Glow and it's essentially like a, you, I know you love a glow. Mm-hmm. It's a primer with just this beautiful light little sparkle that just blurs you. It just blurs you. Okay. And you can wear it under makeup and it will fucking blur you, honey. I love it. Or no makeup. Yeah. You know, and it'll just give you a little sparkle. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Sometimes it. Sometimes I do that just with yeah. that. Yeah. And so I'm just obsessed. She has this amazing oil I love called the Intimacy Oil. She, I'm a, pretty much everything I've used of her so far, I'm obsessed with. But that's my serum of the moment. Eye cream, I'm still searching for one I like, but I will say you have to eye cream. Mm-hmm. You have to eye cream. I don't care if you're listening right now and you're in your 20s, you're in your 30s, you're in your 40s. Get an eye cream, especially if you cry a lot mm-hmm. like me. I literally carry an eye cream with me right now because my eyes get so dry and crusty. Mm-hmm. So definitely put an eye cream in your regimen. Put it on right after you tone. Yeah. Because okay. if you put on serums and shit, it can block the eye cream. So tone, eye cream, serum, seal it with a moisturizer okay. or an oil. 
or if you do both moisturizer then oil and my oil i have an oil mm-hmm. lolly beauty has a oh. uh, natural oil it's called the pank elixir okay. and it's like it smells like heaven i'm obsessed with it it's my oil i put it on everything honey i put it on my neck my lips um under eye brows it. nails hair i'm such a skincare person oh yeah i wish i had one to, it smells okay. so good you'd flip the fuck out um, I love that. I'm going to give you a sample of this eye cream that I use. It's, <gasps> I think I told you about it on your podcast. Yeah. I use all this product from this woman named Robin yes. Herb. In Bo- yes, you did talk about her. I linked I all like, her shit just, on my it, site. She's the best. She's sending me some more product, actually. Yeah. It's, it's called Eye Crack. And it Ooh, literally, oh, it's great. I'll give you some. I would love that. I'm just really still finding one. And I know you have to set your expectations reasonably mm-hmm. because, you know, it's not like I'm going to magically look 20 when I put eye cream yeah. on. I just want something that really hydrates. Yeah. That's really what I'm trying to find. Just hydrate. I know I'm not in my 20s anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm not an idiot. I just need hydration that actually works. Yeah. So. Totally. Yes, queen. Well, good. Um, so, yeah, those are my recs. And obviously, I'm a huge sunscreen advocate. Always wear sunscreen every day. Um find one that you know serves you Mm because they're not all created equal totally yes well thank you for doing this yeah are we done already that flew by and i didn't even cry i cry on every podcast really say something fucked up to me no i'm just kidding possibly (laughs) where's that impossible meat you said i could have it i'm giving you impossible meat and eye cream yes those are my two favorite things oh good tell everyone where they can find your podcast and where they can find you on social media okay so natch butte is the podcast and just to clear it up natch butte does not mean natural beauty, meaning I only talk about natural products. It means your natural beauty, honey. Oh, okay. Okay. I keep getting labeled the natural beauty podcast. No, honey. We talk about I actually did chemicals. Meant, like- no, we talk about chemicals all the time. I love a chemical. <laughs> I love a chemical. Natural beauty, as in yourself. We are that. a Nash Butte. You, Rachel's a Nash Butte. I'm a Nash Butte. It's beautiful. <laughs> Jackie Michelle Johnson on Instagram. And, you know, I did Instagram my ass the other day. I don't know if you saw it. I'm oh, getting more. Shit. I got I'm getting it. more comfortable. Well, actually, so did I. I just realized. Oh, yeah. That was a good picture. <laughs> I totally. I yeah. I hit like on that, honey. Oh, my God. So um, my you. ass is there. Sometimes I show my underboob. You know, whatever. I'm getting a little more exotic yeah. with my body. Yeah. I'm trying to be like more like just not so like. I don't know. Like I even texted my mom that photo before I posted. I was like, is this too much? Or is my family going to get mad? Right. And my mom was like, go for it. I'm like, okay, I got to stop being such a wuss. Well, you know, it's a, it's a mood and it's um, a brand. Yeah. And you know, uh, you got to try to build the brand, you know, you look hot, <laughs> fucking show it. That's my theory, yeah. you know? And cause I did the same thing. Like my butt photo, I was like so worried about it. Look at it, but it was because I did this whole blog about oiling up my ass. Mm-hmm. I've been oiling up my ass lately and I like love it. Just like putting oil on the outside. Yeah, just like oiling up my whole body and my ass. I feel like new Jackie's really celebrating her body. Yeah. And like right now I'm like rubbing my ass. <laughs> she is. And I like oil up my ass. I feel like I never would lotion my ass up ever. Oh, I'm, I, a, I'm a good lotioner. But your ass? Yeah. See, I don't know why. I just was like, my ass doesn't need lotion. I feel like my whole body, yeah. Yeah, but I now I'm like celebrating my yeah. ass and celebrating oiling up my ass. And so <laughs> I had to show everybody. Absolutely. So why not? Yeah. I oil up my ass. So Jackie Michelle Johnson on Instagram, my podcast, Natch Butte. All right. Find me, baby. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. This was really yes. fun. Yes. did fly, actually. Like, yes. Really did. We have good convos. I know. Yeah. I'll come back on yours. And let's go on Nick. Nick's. Let's go to Nick's. Yes. yes. <laughs> See I, you there. Bye.